Juno, Dieppe, Ortona, Korea, Canada remembers, Edmonton remembers. On 6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. It is that uh, day of the year that we take the show and uh, reflect and give thanks to um, those who have served, those who continue to serve, those who have made the ultimate sacrifice, and certainly their families. And um, wanting to hear from you today about who you are honoring, who you're thinking about in those two minutes of silence on Remembrance Day on Friday. Kathy says, Jay, our family remembers our Uncle Cecil, who signed up at 19, trained as a navigator, flew with Squadron 149 on February 14th, the night of a thousand planes. He he was shot by a night fighter over Cologne, Germany. He was taken prisoner. They were shackled together 18 hours a day. Later, he was part of the Long March. The Americans rescued them at the end of the war. He only shared these stories in his late 70s. He read everything he could about World War II. He was a humble man who lived life with optimism and pride. His final years were at the Kipnis, where he lived to over 100. Well, Kathy, thank you for sharing your story about your uncle Cecil and if you want to share your story your family story 780-496-0063 well our next guest knows about sacrifice he served as a member of Canada's Special Operations Regiment or CSOR for years Justin Yasub was awarded the Medal of Bravery for his actions in northern Iraq when he risked his life to help an injured colleague they came under fire from forces who mistook them from the uh, as the enemy. Justin was wounded but was able to rescue an injured comrade. That comrade, Sergeant Andrew Dorian, passed away in the hours that followed. Recently, Justin talked to some of the parents of his comrades, and Justin also became a father himself, and it's impacted a little bit of his perspective about November 11th, and Justin joins us now. Hi, Justin. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me again. You were a special forces operator. For those who don't know, what does that mean? What did you do? Um, I guess that for me, what it means is uh, I had the opportunity to work with some of Canada's best soldiers. Soldiers that kind of woke up every single day knowing there is someone out there that has uh, minimum food, uh, <laughs> living in an austere conditions, training hard to kill us, and uh, has the intent to change the Canadian way of life. So knowing that, I think being a special forces operator means uh, we have to be the best versions of ourselves every single day, wake up with no excuses and figure out ways to think better, train harder, be stronger. So of course, when called upon, we can uh, rapidly and sometimes discreetly respond to what Canada needs. Justin, I know that um, there's there's a lot of things that you can't talk about uh, when it when it comes to, to, to this job because of operational security and I, I respect that but can you give us an idea of well where were you deployed where can, where can you tell us that you were deployed over the years yeah so I'll go a big picture here you know northern Africa the Middle East and Iraq like you mentioned and a few other uh, regions in uh, in the uh, in the world <laughs> I suspect it was more than a few Justin tell us about Andrew Dorian yeah, uh, Drew was a um, a great friend and a and a, and a leader. Uh, he was uh, he was known for being a master in, in kind of employing the weapons systems that we used, especially uh, 
pistol and carbine. He uh, he was a, a a really good trainer. I was one of his students. He strongly believed in the cause, which is the uh, the preservation of the Canadian fabric and its uniqueness. You know that kind of that guarantee, and he spoke often about that that guarantee Canada provides for the safety and security of our our family and friends, where our dignity and and birth is is respected. So he he didn't take that for granted, and he fought uh, for that, and ultimately he died for it. Justin, what can you tell us about about that day? Um, yeah, it was uh, it was a. Uh, it was definitely a challenging day. It came as a surprise, as a pretty intense ambush, uh, with uh, with significant um, gunfire our way, and uh, you know, there a few of us got hit that day, and Andrew most severely. And um, you know, he 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 didn't make it, but uh, two of us uh, did. And um, you know, we're we're here, and this is kind of part of, part of uh, what I like to do is uh, just remember Drew as often and as much as possible. Uh, and others that kind of sacrificed their life in Afghanistan and other I, I, I know, I, I, I says you're breaking up a little bit, uh, Justin. I, I, I know that, you know, maybe reliving this, you know, on, on the radio with, with me is maybe not, not your, not your uh, ideal. I'm sure that it, it rolls through your head on a, on a fairly regular, on a, on a fairly regular basis, but why is it important, do you believe, to to share stories and, and be willing to talk about what you have done and, you know, the sacrifices of 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 comrades like Andrew? Uh, I, I would say to keep the momentum going. I mean, the the potential of of that similar fights are are going to happen, or that that threat is potentially or still exists to our our way of life and, and who we are as a as a civilization and i think um you know that patriotism and, and that warrior culture is uh, it's it's beautiful and a uh, there's a there's a lot of people that uh, love it and embrace it and i think we need to reward it and by sharing and remembering these stories and remembering those who kind of paid that ultimate sacrifice and just even those who serve um we're able to uh to encourage and and support others that actually want to serve this great nation so i think that's a big part of uh, remembrance in in years past, um, what was Remembrance Day to you? What did it mean to you? You know what? To be honest, like being being in the military uh, with Remembrance Day, you know, it's, it's mostly you know freezing your butt off on on a parade, <laughs> um, or you know taking a pause during training, or usually you're deployed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, I, I find it interesting because Remembrance Day has changed dramatically for me after I got out. Uh, there's there's a big difference between between Remembrance Day when I was serving because I wasn't as reflective of, of service as I as I am today. I would say. So with that uh, reflection, and also you became a father recently. Congratulations, of course. How Thank has you. how has that changed your perspective? Um, I would say significantly. Uh, obviously, especially around service. You know, I I know this this might be a little bit arrogant, but. Um, I was actually never. Uh, I actually never thought my parents would would be even worried about me while I was serving. And uh, I remember in one of my uh, conversations with my brother on one of my deployments, he was like, uh, "Hey, dude, 
are you are you kind of staying in touch with mom because she's she's watching all these special forces movies like Lone Survivor and Zero <laughs> Dark Thirty and American Sniper and um, you know and it actually never clicked for me and uh, you know now being a father I, I definitely have a, a better idea of, of why she would be doing that right so yeah it's, uh, it's definitely changed uh, a lot for me but with that being said you know uh, I think. Uh, as I'm already grooming Ezra to, to pass Special Forces selection, so. <laughs> you um, you had written recently, this year as I held my firstborn, I couldn't help but feel the pain of loss my parents, my friend's parents felt, and with deep gratitude and empathy, I picked up the phone and called a few of those parents. I know it's a personal conversation, but you made the call. What were you expecting to hear from them, and what did you hear from them, and, and how did that surprise you? Yeah, you know, I, I don't know if they said it, before this year may have been different because of my because you know i'm now a father but it was it was very interesting to me that you know their conversation was a, a, my expectation would be the conversation around the adult that i knew but their conversation was around the child that they knew mm. you know the the early years of their first steps of how they felt when they heard the news that their partner was pregnant or uh, that they were pregnant and um, that the 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 joy that they had at the hospital the first day at school. And it kind of really, really hit me where, you know, as a nation, we come to remember the adult warrior, the adult warrior that we, we know. But for the parent, it's it's that child that they, they know and that they lost. So now going into this Friday, this Remembrance Day, November 11th, what, what will you be thinking about? Uh, definitely that, I would say, thinking about, parents and families, uh, including mine, you know, parents that, uh, mostly parents that don't prevent the patriot and the warrior that's in that child, and uh, that child that has that desire to serve, and instead instead of uh, preventing it or blocking it, they celebrate it, embrace it, and support it. So this Remembrance Day, I kind of want to take that opportunity to find those parents and, and say thank you. Justin, have you done that for your parents? Did you apologize to your mom and dad for not maybe staying in touch as you should have? No, uh, <laughs> I, it's, it's always it's always you know more difficult with parents, but I uh, I definitely have recently you know uh, spoken to my mom about um, you know her worries, and yeah. I'm like, man, like I never I really never thought you would be that worried, you know. <laughs> and I, you know, it's funny. I remember that day uh, that incident. You know, obviously it was all over the news with with Drew. I I, I called my brother and I'm like, hey, listen, something happened here. I was involved, but don't tell mom. Let her know that I was far away, and I don't even know who Drew is. Uh, to kind of keep her, keep her, uh, keep her calm. So, but you know, uh, and it took a while for me to actually even tell her about that until till the um, till I was awarded that bravery medal. Mm. Mm. Justin Yasub, it's always good talking with you. Thank you for being willing to share your stories, your experience, and your perspective. I appreciate it, and I appreciate you. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you soon. Justin Yasub joining us this afternoon, former member of the Canadian Sports, uh, Special Operations Regiment CSOR, uh, just recently named one of Edmonton's top 40 under 40 as well.